0: Redbirds fans, it has been so long since we got to say this, but you are listening to an episode of the Redbirds Rundown Podcast. Sincerest apologies for taking so long between episodes. I know that it has been a while, but we've had some crazy action around AutoZone Park the last couple of months. Um, We've been televising every Thursday and Sunday home game this season, which is a new thing that we've been doing. It's been going great but it's taken up a lot of everyone's time. We've also had some great successful in-game presentations, uh, but again, that's just something that really involves a lot of work on our end, and it's kind of dug into our podcast time. Not to mention, the team's schedule just being in it, being in and out of town has also been tricky, so we're back now. We're going to continue to give you episodes and content as the season winds down. Checking in with the Redbirds team, uh, it obviously looks way different than it did when we last came to you about six weeks ago. One thing that's the same, this team is still in first place in the standings. The Redbirds on top of the American Southern Division, although Nashville has uh, obviously come on strong in recent weeks. As we record this, the Redbirds are 12 and a half games up on second place. Still feeling pretty good about our playoff chances around here, but the Sounds have won eight games in a row, so it might not be as easy as we thought as the 2018 season winds down. The roster also looks entirely different, as you can tell. In the last two weeks alone, the Redbirds have lost Daniel Ponce de Leon, Austin Gomber, Dakota Hudson, who started the PCL All-Star Game this year, plus Luke Voigt, Tyler O'Neill, who still leads the PCL in home runs, Oscar Mercado, Tyler Webb, and more. So we're in a bit of transition right now, <laughs> just, just a little bit of flux. But it's not unlike last summer when the Redbirds roster got completely turned upside down and the team still managed to bring home the PCL title. One of the new faces in our clubhouse is outfielder Justin Williams. Justin came over from the Tampa Bay Rays system in the Tommy Pham trade just last week. Very excited about this kid. Justin made his big league debut earlier this year, but he's still just 22 years old. Very, very talented kid. Still raw, though, on the field with a lot of room to improve. Honestly, he's one of the most polite, enjoyable guys that we've gotten to work with here in Memphis this summer. So, we won't waste any more of your time. Let's make this introduction official. Here is our interview with newly acquired outfielder Justin Williams.
1: Okay, we're here in the Redbirds dugout with newly acquired Justin Williams. Justin, uh, two starts in a Redbirds uniform. You've got hits in both of those games, plus a long ball. You were at the plate yesterday as Lane Thomas slid in safe for the walk-off win. It seems like you're pretty comfortable here in Memphis so far.
2: Yeah, you know, uh, these guys welcome me with open arms, and uh, they have a lot of fun, which makes you play, relaxed and, and enjoy the game. I've been getting that a lot from players that
1: this is just a fun clubhouse. Obviously, we've we've got the defending PCL championship thing kind of hanging over everyone's head. Everyone knows that a repeat is Potentially on the horizon, but it seems like you guys have fun first and foremost around you
2: most definitely Uh, I feel like that's when you play your best is when you're relaxed and you know, there's no pressure What is it about the
1: dugout and the clubhouse that that makes this group fun? Is it the individual personalities? Is it stubby? What has allowed you to feel comfortable so far
2: both stubby's really, you know, he's real laid-back, you know, he's He's a professional, but he's also a players coach, which uh, makes it easier for the for the players to be themselves what did you know about Memphis
1: when you got the news that you were coming here, and what were you kind of expecting as you started to put on a Redbirds
2: uniform? Uh, nothing. I've, I've never played in the PCL. Uh, just getting here for the for the first time, for the first day, and, you know, watching the guys do their thing, you know, they were mashing. The first game I got here, it was, I think Wisdom hit like a two-run homer. I was like, these guys are good.
1: <laughs> that was So that's what you and I have talked about before as well, just like – You get here to Memphis, you see the record, you know what they did last year. It's more fun joining a winning team that's that successful on the field, right? Definitely, yeah. We also talked about playing in a different league. I mean, obviously you're still playing baseball, it's still the same level of play, but how different does it feel playing in the PCL as opposed to the International League? And and what's that transition been like for you mentally, just going onto the field, seeing new faces, seeing new opponents?
2: Uh, it's different. Uh, you see new arms, uh, new ball clubs. Um, so it's kind of like back to square one, almost. You know.
1: So I want to go back a little bit. You were a guy that was drafted out of high school, right? Joining the MLB, becoming a pro at just 18 years old. What do you remember about that? What was that like as you kind of started your professional journey? It was.
2: It was kind of like weird. Like um was in Arizona, I was in Scottsdale by myself. Um, never been away from my parents for more than a month. And it was just kind of like, all right, now you have to become a man, you know? I've talked to guys that were drafted out of high school and they've talked about that they
1: didn't really feel comfortable as pros, as grown men, until they got maybe 20, 21, even 22 years old. Have you experienced that at all, that it's kind of easier to be a pro ball player once you've
2: done it for a few years and you're used to the environment? Yeah, you kind of have more of an idea on, you know, how to prepare before the game and, and how to get ready and how to play a full season. Because uh, my first full season was was a lot. Like, that was a lot of baseball. And, you know, I kind of pushed myself that next offseason to prepare my body for 140 games.
1: So this is my first year working
2: for the Redbirds.
1: And I myself have been almost drained by just day in, day out, four or five months straight. You guys are playing every single day. It's hot outside, the weather sucks, whatever, you guys are still playing. When did you finally start to feel really truly comfortable, feel like you were in the groove as a baseball player for the entire summer?
2: I'd say after the first month in the I.L. Um, you know, the first month there we went, we went to places that it was snowing and <laughs> it, was, it was tough to kinda of get in the groove, but after that when it started to warm up um, We started to, you know, started playing winning baseball and I started to get a little more comfortable.
1: All right, I have to ask you about an infamous moment in Redbirds history now. You played in the National Championship game last year, right, against the Redbirds. What do you remember about that game? Obviously, you guys came out as winners with Durham, but uh, what do you remember and and how much fun was that
2: experiencing that championship-level atmosphere last year? Uh, I remember uh, Dakota Hudson was the best pitcher I've seen all year. Um, His stuff was electric. It was Major League stuff, honestly. Swing cutters and sinkers, and he just pitched a really good game. And I just remember seeing the ball club and saying to myself, like, these guys are, like, really fundamentally sound. I talked a lot to the guys in the clubhouse last year, and they said, look, it's triple-A
1: baseball, we get that. Everyone's goal is to make it to that next level, but the postseason experience seems to really help a lot of guys. Not only do you play more games, you get more experience, but you're playing in a
2: different atmosphere. Is that what you took from that as well? Yeah, the atmosphere is definitely different. It was like every pitch, you know, it was like on pins and needles. You know, regular season, you know, you kind of like, okay, this is just another game, but in the postseason, like every pitch, every out matters, every at-bat, you know, it's just – it's kind of like a, a different focal point, you know. The Redbirds have not officially clinched a playoff position yet, but you guys are 13
1: and a half games up, I believe, on second place in the division. It looks like you're marching toward the postseason again. How excited are you to get back to that environment that you talked about?
2: Uh, really excited. It's fun.
1: You know, uh, You know that's what we play for. So you also made your MLB debut earlier this year, right, fulfilling a dream that I know you've always had that every kid always that every kid dreams about playing in the big leagues. What was that like? What can you tell us about
2: that experience? Happened fast. <laughs> I uh, I got informed that I was going to the big leagues at about 11 a.m. Uh, my flight was around three, so I, like, I literally ran from the hotel to the clubhouse to get my equipment, Uber to the airport, um, got into Tampa around like the top of the third inning, I um, wasn't expecting to play um, you know obviously there was some injuries that happened and I came in and pinch hit against a really good lefty and I was just like this is just incredible this is unbelievable I came in in the third inning and I'm pinch hitting in the seventh wait so you got there during the middle of the game and had to finish the game out yeah it was crazy it was unbelievable and then uh, obviously the next morning I uh, I got optioned down because uh, I was the 25th man on the roster and I mean you know they needed to. They needed an infielder. So, uh, yeah, really, Adamas came up. But, you know, that one day was like really motivating. You know, this is, you know, this is what it is. This is what it feels like to be in a major league atmosphere. You know, it was, it it was cool. Who was the lefty that you faced? Who was on the mound? Conley, from the uh, Marlins. Yeah. So
1: you mentioned that it was motivation. We have a pretty nice facility down here. Memphis is not so bad, but when you get up to that big league level, man, everything is different, right? Where you're staying, how you're traveling, the competition. What was that like? Just getting one little glimpse, and how much did that help you really want to go to that next level? A ton.
2: It was like this is not a bad life to live. (laughs) It was, it was cool, man. It was, and you know, some of those guys I played with during the season, like G-Man Choi. And Adam Moore, I was actually actually living with him. So, you know, being with those guys, you know, they made me really comfortable and just talking to him in the dugout and just seeing how just just looking out man and just seeing like Cameron Mabin, Martin Prado, guys I've been watching on television my entire life and it's just like this is this is incredible. So
1: what do you remember about the day that you got the call, that you were headed to the Cardinals organization, a part of that trade as the raise a tommy fam what do you remember about that and what stuck with you when you found out you were going to the cardinals going to that organization what was in your mind
2: uh honestly i didn't know what to think at the time i was like man this is crazy this is unbelievable it was so unexpected um but you know everything i've i've read about the cardinals have, has been unbelievable i think it was uh like 11 time world series champions yeah, yeah that's 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 unbelievable <laughs> It's just fun to be a part of. Um, it wouldn't be a bad thing to win a World Series ring.
1: Was that on your radar that you could potentially be moved? Were you completely thrown off guard? What was that like?
2: Yeah, I was com- I was completely thrown off guard. Um,
1: so no hints or
2: anything? None. Uh, you know, the only thing that was odd is uh, the manager asking me to play left field for two games. Um, I played right off all year, and I didn't really th- – find anything alarming about him asking me to move in the outfield I thought that was normal but I don't know I guess I guess I should have been my head right there
1: <laughs> I'm sure you've done a little bit of research since you entered the Cardinals organization but they've got a track record especially in the last few years guys like Harrison Bader Stephen Piscotty Randall Gritchick Tyler O'Neill this year a lot of talented outfielders have come through Memphis gone on to the big league level and found a lot of success what does that mean for a young player like yourself to see that, hey, the track record's there. If I do the right thing, if I continue to improve, I'm gonna get a shot because this organization is, has been
2: able to foster talent at the outfield spots. Uh yeah. I I play with Tyler in um in the Arizona Fall League and it's a phenomenal boy. <laughs> Unbelievable. He's a freak athlete. He can hit the ball out of the ballpark, any part of the field. It's it's he's fun to watch and that makes me, that also makes me work harder because it's like, I need to, I that's that's my confidence. I have to get a lot better. You know, I, I need to get a lot better.
1: What's it been like the last week or so? What coaches have you worked with? Who have you talked to that's
2: kind of helped you get acclimated here? Uh, honestly, I've just gone in the cage and just take some flips. You know, nothing really individual yet. Stubby um, said he kind of wants to see me play before he tries to tweak anything, um, which is respectable. And... But, uh, yeah, I haven't really worked with anyone individually yet.
1: So, obviously, Cardinals fans um, Cardinals fans have a reputation for being a little bit crazy. They're very aware of who's playing all across all the minor league levels. What should Cardinals fans and Redbirds alike expect from you moving forward? What should they look for when you're out there on the field or in the batter's spot?
2: Uh, I'm just going to play hard and give it my all. You know, I'm, I'm just going to try to control the controllable, and whatever happens, happens.
1: We're very excited to have you here in Memphis. Congratulations on the recent success. And uh, I, I, get, I, I think you're hitting like 376 now with a hit in every single game. That's, that's fair to expect, right? You're going to hit 376 and get in hit in every single game.
2: <laughs> For the first two games, yeah. Uh, if I can hit 376 in a year, I'd be, I'd be really excited about
1: that. We're really excited to have you here. Congratulations on the success. And uh, we're going to watch you moving forward.
2: Thank you.
0: As you can hear Justin Williams is excited to be in the Cardinals system, he really wants to get to work here in Memphis and I think that you can hear that. Justin is a kid that wants to get better, he knows the ways that his game can still improve and take steps and I think it's going to be really exciting to watch him work with the Cardinals and Redbirds staff both this summer and this year but in the future into the offseason and really see how his game continues to develop. That'll do it for this episode of the Redbirds Rundown Podcast. We will not take another month to release another episode for you guys. We've got a bit of normalcy as the season winds down. We've got some fresh, exciting new faces on the roster that are playing good baseball. And obviously, we want to bring you guys good content. So, stand by. We will be back soon.